When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Woke up this morning, yourself Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard podcast with Dave Schrader. I have the inside information on the absence of Alex. Inside information. <laughs> Catherine Brandt here. And Andy Brandt Bernard. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. 
Tom Wheelwright, our special guest, he's up next. His book hit about eight days ago, The Win-Win Wealth Strategy, Seven Investments the Government Will Pay You to Make. I want those. That ought to be interesting. Tom Wheelwright joins us right now. You ready to go, Tom? I believe so. Tom, how are you? Let's do it. There you go. I'm good. How are you? I like it. Let's do it. I, uh, you know, I got it right up front, Tom. I want to tell you that I've never, I've never understood the whole cryptocurrency thing. I don't, I don't, I never did understand where the value was, where the money was all coming from. And would you, do you have a couple of minutes just to explain to me personally and everybody else in my shoes what what was that all about or what is it all about? I've tried to tell you. Yeah, sure. So, so I'll, I'll go back to what this blockchain technology, right? Cryptocurrency is just a token. That's uh, kind of the first use of blockchain, and all blockchain is it really is accounting. Um, because in accounting, we have we have a left side of the ledger and we have a right side of the ledger. With blockchain, you have a left side, a right side, and you have an auditor, and that auditor is every single transaction audits every other transaction and make sure it's correct. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the reason that people are comfortable with a Bitcoin is because it's literally impossible to hack. It's literally impossible to change um, because it's, it's self-contained. And that's, I, I think it's that self-containment that people like. And of course they like having a method of exchange that's outside uh, the system of governments. Now, Tom, is it because of the, what the government did? In other words, print money with nothing to back it up? Is that what kind of inspired this? For sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought um, so. You know, you, know, you think, you, you go, well, people say, well, with cryptocurrency, there's no there there, which is true. But that's true with the dollar, too. There's nothing back in the dollar except the fact that we pay our taxes in dollars. That's the only reason the dollar has value at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> because we pay them back. That's wonderful. Yeah, well, it's a promissory right. note. That's all that yeah, the dollars are. Yeah. Right. It's absolutely right. nothing. It's just them saying, yeah, this is worth a buck. Sure. Oh, you sure might as well carry is. Monopoly money. You know, the, the guy on there says that's <laughs> worth 500 You said that there's no way to hack it, though. But there's an article just released on June 24th. From Forbes, it said hackers steal another 100 million in crypto from a blockchain. Well, yeah, because they, here, here's the problem. That, that, so I'm talking about Bitcoin specifically. Okay, Bitcoin is okay. just a, a really impossible to hack because the, the way the hackers work is, you know, if if you put if you have your cryptocurrency on an exchange, the exchange can be hacked. Yep. So in other words, I'm with Coinbase. It's like if I have my money in a bank. The bank can be hacked, right? Right. If I have my money under my mattress, it can't be hacked, right? I mean, somebody can steal it, but they'd have to come into my house and find it under my mattress. Well, crypto is the same way. If you hide it under your mattress, which we call it a wallet, if you hide it in that wallet, it, nobody, nobody literally can hack that. I mean, that's literally practically impossible to do. That's like hiding it under your mattress. But you, but it's not easy to use. And so the exchanges make it easier to use, but they also make it available to hack. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to Tom Wheelwright about his new book. Just came out a little over a week ago, The Win-Win Wealth Strategy, Seven Investments the Government Will Pay You to Make. What's that all about, Tom? Well, so anybody who's ever gotten a paycheck realizes pretty quick when they see FICA and withholding that uh, the government's your partner. 
and you don't get to choose whether the government's your partner. <laughs> no, you what, do not. Worst what, silent partner ever. What you do get to choose, though, <laughs> but what you do get to choose is whether you're a whether you're a silent partner or an active partner. So, in other words, you can be a tax mule and let the government just take your money, or you can do certain things that the government wants you to do, and the government will literally pay you to do that by reducing your taxes. They reduce your. Now explain that to me again. I I, I got to hang with. So yeah. So so for example, for example, okay. Um, the last couple of years, everybody's been working from home. Mm-hmm. If you're an employee, you don't get to deduct your home office, but if you're a business owner, you do. So the government's literally paying you to be a business owner. They're saying we'll give you a tax benefit if you're a business owner, but we're not going to give you a, ta- a tax benefit if you're an employee. Okay, I see. That's all they're saying. They're, they're just saying we prefer business owners to employees. That's literally what they're saying. Whether you like it or not, that's what they're saying. Right. So whether it's business, whether it's business or real estate or energy or agriculture, I mean, literally there are seven broad categories of investments where if you do these things, the government so much wants you to do it. And the government, by the way, makes money if you do it. Um, but they so much want you to do it that they'll literally pay you to make it. Literally, they will pay you to start a business. I actually show an example in my book, um, in the win-win wealth strategy, that the tax savings from starting a business can easily exceed the cost of starting the business because you've got taxes that you saved from other income, like your wages, right? If you don't pay taxes on your wages, that's the same thing as the government giving you money. Yeah, well, that's true. That is absolutely true. I'm getting enraged listening to this because all we do is pay taxes. Which you should, which is the whole point of the book. That's the whole point of the book. Yeah, where were you 20 years ago when I owned my own company? Yeah, way to go, Tom. (laughs) Typical. Tom, I got to tell you something. uh, Are you a golfer? I am. Okay. You ever heard of Bettinardi putters? That I have not. Oh, they're great putters. The best putters ever. I've always wanted one, and I uh, I decided, you know, I found the ones that I wanted, and I, I decided I may as well get two of them because I, I, you know, got two sets of golf clubs, so I'd get two of them. And uh, I did notice that, you know, they're going to ship them to me. I should get them any minute now. And I did notice when they sent me the email about the purchase, the state of Minnesota taxed me $77. Uh, yep. And, and Bettinardi, I believe, I don't even know where they are. I think they're in California, but I'm not sure. But they got that thing so locked in now, Mr. Wheelwright, that as soon as you make a purchase, you're paying your taxes right yep. there and then out of that, uh, well, you know, it was paid for the credit card. So they're taking taxes out of my credit card now. Well, That's yep. uncomfortable. Yeah, every yep. vendor has to yeah, pay. That, yeah. that, that's a, that was a Supreme Court decision a few years ago, oh. called the Wayfair decision, um, where they basically said, you don't have to actually have an office in a state. If you sell into that state, you can, you, you have to collect sales tax. It's just unbelievable. How much more are we going to have to And We're still, what, how many billions or trillions of dollars in debt? Well, that's why I stepped away from doing the large-scale events around the United States. Because yeah. I would host an event at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Right. And I would have people literally from around the world buy tickets. And then all of a sudden, the government started wanting me to pay sales yep. tax to each state for everybody that bought a ticket. Yep. Like you're an accountant. Holy cow. You know? Right. Yeah. And it was like, I don't, what the, how the, it yeah. was a digital ticket, and it, it got I've, so I've, bad. I've, I've, actually, 
I've actually seen sales taxes put people out of business. It's the, oh, yeah. One Absolutely. Tax. It did. I, yeah. I ended up owing 50 business. grand in back taxes. Oh, yeah. I'm still paying off. Yeah. It's oh, insane. God. Yeah. This is why this is why I write my books. This is you don't have to you, you, there are ways to avoid that and there are ways that are government sanctioned to avoid it. So that's why the win-win wealth strategy there there literally are seven ways to avoid legally and um, officially avoid income taxes in a way that actually does good for the world and uh, and, and serves government purposes. So what the hell is wrong with our accountant? Why don't they know this stuff? <laughs> exactly. Nick. That's a good question. We got that question. Oh, I got that question. I've been all over the world talking about this. And I've gotten that question so much that we finally started a network of CPAs and accountants to teach them about this because nobody was teaching them this. It's just, it amazes me that the taxes are just never going to end. They keep just throwing away money left and right. And Tom, the thing that really upsets me at this point is, you know, because I do a morning talk show as well and I'm reading the news and this and that and the other thing. People and their love of money, it's got to be at an all-time. Maybe it's not at an all-time high, but it sure yeah. seems like it. All they care about is money. Got Did you it. forget the 80s, Tom? Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, the, decadent the beginning 80s. of the decadence. Yeah. God. The well, 20s. They, they, yep. they care about money probably because they don't have it. Well, um, maybe. Pe- people who have it, I, 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 I believe that. There's so much envy out there. I mean, what, let's just hold tax the rich thing. This is tax somebody who has more than I do because I should have what they have. Right, That's right. what tax the rich is all about. Tax the rich isn't about doing more good in the world. We do lots of good in the world oh, yeah. by through these tax incentives, the seven investments I talk about. What tax the rich is about is I'm envious because they're successful and I'm not. I couldn't agree more. And why they – Look, I mean, I'm not uh, Elon Musk. Of course, I haven't been sued today either, so that's good. <laughs> but they're going to battle that thing out in court, aren't they? That that thing, that Twitter thing is going to be ugly. Well, they are. Well, I don't understand how they can possibly win if they won't disclose information about a well, sale. There how is do you that. win? I would I would have to agree with you. I don't understand any. Of but these was people. but isn't he affecting? Um, trade value and, and aren't they an open stock For trade sure. so by him saying i'm bailing that's going to send twitter shares to the toilet right yes, so it is. so that is like insider training trading information oh that's true isn't it by him giving that up front that he's he's breaking federal fcc laws isn't he well or ftc but laws. only only if he traded in it <laughs> only if he traded in it if but, but wait a minute if, if does, elon he, musk he, called he, me today but if Elon Musk called me today and said, "Dude, buy Twitter," right. because I'm doing, and right. I bought Twitter, that's the same thing as him going out public and saying, "I'm not buying Twitter," and everybody drops their stocks, isn't it? Isn't that still insider trading by giving that yeah, information? Yeah, as long as he didn't, as long as he did that to you personally, as privately, as opposed to doing it to you, and as opposed to saying it publicly. If it's public. It's not insider by definition. It's only if it's private. I thought it so, was yeah, insider because he was one of the insiders involved in this transaction. If he doesn't make a profit off of it, though, then, you know, what's the point of doing it in the Correct. first place? There's no, wow. that, 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 right. They can't prosecute him over it. Yeah. Mm. Why don't I come up with some great money scams? What the hell's wrong with me, Tom? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, you're basically describing a <laughs> well, hostile this takeover. Is, this is, I mean, seriously, this is why you have to stop paying so much tax. That's the whole point. Yeah, no. Stop paying so much tax. Stop, stop giving it all to the government. It's your biggest expense. 
And it's the easiest way to put money in your pocket is to reduce your taxes. It's so easy. I Sounds just, like just Tommy Pinko rhetoric to me. <laughs> I wish that Nancy ah. I wish Nancy Pelosi would share all of her inside information on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. When wouldn't that be nice? Her husband just bought I don't even know what in chips or something and they're just passing legislation like to chips? no. Yep. Microchips. Yep. <laughs> Like corn yeah. chips? She's big into Frito Lay. NVDA or something, and her husband just bought tons of it like oh, a week and, and before. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Yeah, they make yep. uh, GPUs. Yeah. Yep. That, that, that is insider information, and that should be tough. Oh, why isn't that? Why, why is that okay? I don't. That makes no sense to oh, me. Yeah. Her husband bought okay. millions worth of NVIDIA stock just before a chip manufacturing bill. Oh my God! Yep. And everybody's dollars. just like, yep. love her. She can do whatever she wants. Oh, God, it's it's just filthy. And they're rich enough. They're rich enough. No one is ever rich enough. I mean, <laughs> hundreds of <laughs> hundreds of uh, they're billionaires. One yeah, doesn't matter. matter. Yep, they're they're billionaires. And that's why right. we yeah. should tax the rich. You Sons damn right. All those people. Yeah. How about how about just taxing? How about just taxing Congress? That and, would be and, nice. And making sure that, that they're paying tax and not getting. Like, wouldn't you love to have their health care yeah. oh. in Congress? Let's, how about we all get it? Yeah. It is so amazing. And, and, and then, then we leave Congress. They get full pay for the rest of their lives. What yeah. the hell is that? That's insane. I, it's insane. Ugh. Well, when you're making the, the laws, you just pass everything that your benefits favor. yourself. Yep. Yeah. You pass it in your favor. It's just disgusting. When you, as soon as you start talking about money, man, it changes everything, doesn't it? Huh. It changes. Well, you know, think about this: uh, that tax is one area where the government makes the rules, they enforce the rules, they judge the rules, and they can change the rules anytime they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God, that's just like playing Monopoly with my kids. Yeah, yeah, it's about right. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything? Well, I don't think the the people are ever going to do anything about it because one of the reasons I, I think, Mr. Wheelwright, what's going on right now with this divisiveness and this I'm on the left and I'm on the right and I'm over here and I'm over I think to tell you the truth that some corporations and our government particularly the politicians cause that to happen so we're busy fighting with each other while they're just sticking their hands in our pockets nonstop. I think it's just a diversion no question uh, it's a diversion is all no it is question. God. Yeah. tell me more about no that question. Tom what can hey, is there anything we do how, how many how many how many bills come before Congress and 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 then some one of the one of the uh, people in Congress will kill the bill in exchange for a favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens all the time. All the time, it's just disgusting. And they're just like, well, that's just how it works here. We can't change. Yeah. That's the system. Doesn't have to work that way. No, it does not. It doesn't. Term limits. Term you know, limits would be nice. You know, it's amazing to me, Tom, is that we. You know, I don't want to say any names here because it's just I don't need the headache. But but. Uh, Catherine was just telling me there's a reporter in town that absolutely insists, and this is a bit off topic, but not really, because people seeing and hearing what they want to see and hear, she insists that both the congresswomen, AOC, and uh, the other one, were handcuffed. AOC was never handcuffed. I've seen the video over and over and over again. She's got her hands behind her back, but she was never handcuffed. Why do they, do they actually see it? Is it? Has it gone that far, Tom? That they see what's not even there. They see the emperor wearing a nice new set of clothes. Is what they see. Uh, don't we? Don't we all see what we what we want to see? Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess that it's pretty amazing. 
on the on the morning show this week. Uh, well, it was yesterday I did it because I'm leaving them. I've been on the same morning show now. It's my 37th year on the morning show, and I'm leaving at the end of the year on December 23rd. So yesterday, because I've been talking to people about you've got to get away from from paying such close attention to digital because it's going to rot your brain. And I've been telling people that for months and months and months. So I, I tried a little experiment yesterday. I told them, I, I made the statement, and I made it like this, Tom. I said, yeah, well, you know, to tell you the truth, I've been fired from every job I've ever had, including this one. And I literally went, including this one. I almost <laughs> whispered it, Right. You should have seen, apparently the reaction on, on social media was way over the top. People hearing what they mm. wanted to hear. Either they loved it or they hated it. And I went on the air today and I said, you know what? I lied to you yesterday just to see how you would react to it. And you paid off in, in spades. You fell for it. It's amazing. You hear and see what you want to hear and see. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Right. First of all, Tom, when's the last time you heard of a guy on a radio station getting fired and then they ask him to stay eight more months? That doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, just use your head. So is money management like the same thing? Do people in money management, do they just see what they want to see, hear what they want to hear? Oh, for sure. And, yeah. and, you know, we're being told so many lies. I mean, you know, Wall Street, uh, not a big fan. Uh, uh, to be clear, um, they tell us what they, they want us to hear. And they basically what they say is, you're too stupid to handle your money. You should turn it over to us. Money right. is too complicated. Money is, the simplest. money is the simplest thing in the world. It's the simplest thing in the world. Taxes are one of the simplest things in the world. Once, all you need is the basics, the basic concepts. But do they teach it in school? No. Do they, do they, do they publicize it in the media? No. Do the, do the government officials talk about it? No, because they... The, the, the more you know, the less you rely on them, and they want you to rely on them. God, isn't that just amazing? You're, you basically are dependent on them just because they want you to be. And, and you've agreed to be, right? So yeah, this is, yeah. I mean, this is, this is why you read books. This is why you get educated is so that you don't have to be dependent. You can make your own decisions. We're talking to Tom Wheelwright about his book. Uh, it came out about eight days ago, The Win-Win Wealth Strategy, Seven Investments the Government Will make, uh, will Pay You to Make, excuse me, and Demystifying Tax Laws to Help Everyone Reach Their Financial Dreams Faster. A couple of things are brought up in here, Tom. Do you mind if I, if I ask you about these, like build the financial future Go you deserve it. with uh, tax-effective uh, investing? What's that all about? Well, so so if let's say you've got this dream of you know you got the house on the beach or in the mountains or whatever, the reality is it's it's impossible to get there if you're doing two things: one, paying high taxes, and two, diversifying your portfolio like with stocks, bonds, and mutual funds the way Wall Street tells you to do. It's impossible to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. rich people don't get rich because they pay high taxes and they diversify. What what they get rich for is because. They, they have a niche. They have a special that they do one thing. They do it really, really well, okay, just like a professional athlete. They do one thing really, really well. That's why they get rich. But then they don't pay high taxes because if they do that, it's just going to rob you of all your wealth. So what what uh, what I talk about in Win-Win Wealth Strategy is the more income you make, the more tax you'll pay, but the more wealth you build, the less tax you pay. Because what the government wants you to do is they want you to contribute to the economy by building assets, whether it's housing or uh, sure. Solar, energy, or or agriculture, or business. They want you to. They want you to actually build the economy. They'll pay you to do that. They'll reward you with lower taxes, and you get rewarded with high with with more wealth creation. 
Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan's Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member, FDIC, and equal housing lender? You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. And I love the, the simple line here. You just need to know what to do. Uh, my whole life, I've been very, very confused about needing to know what to do because every time I would ask someone, investment advisors or lawyers or whomever, they always had a different answer for me. And I thought, well, if it's so easy, yeah. why does everybody have a different answer? But it seems to me what you're talking about is just this is the way it works, so work the system the way it is. Exactly. You're, you're, you're in the game, right? You're partner with the government. You're yep. in the game. Why not win the game? How do we do that, Tom? Well, I think you do it through education, right? I think you do it by, yep. by learning how does the system actually work. That's, I mean, I looked in this book. I, we looked at 15 countries. We're not just looking at the U.S. We're saying, look, don't, don't say this is, you know, some nefarious rich people in the U.S. that are lobbying for this. No. This is worldwide, and it works for the government. The government makes money when they give incentives. I mean, literally, they make money when they give incentives. So why not just understand that part of the game? You know, we're all taught this other part of the game, you know, pay taxes, get a job, uh, you know, go to school, um, you know, uh, buy a house, uh, invest in mutual funds. That's the game we're taught. We're never taught the other side of the game, which is how all the rich people make their money. So we're not taught how to become rich. So we need to get educate. We need to educate ourselves and educate our children so that we know how to get rich. Because it's, 
really, there is no country in the world that it's easier to get rich than the United States of America. So you've learned how to bet with the house, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. No, yeah, it's, like, it's like, like, so my, my Robert Kiyosaki, my buddy, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? He wrote the, sure. the uh, forward. Yep. And it's like he likes to say, he says, don't. Don't try to end the Federal Reserve or bet against the Federal Reserve. Be the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. So in other words, don't be going – don't go fight it. Understand it and use it. Yeah, see, that That's all make, I'm saying. makes total sense to me. And they allow that. I mean, obviously, you're playing by their rules, so they, they can't – They encourage it. Right. They're literally encouraging it. Hmm. Um, it seems to me that we are on about – a a 10 to 15 year cycle of the government will tell you, oh, you have to buy the biggest house you, you possibly can. The only right. way to get wealth is to buy a giant house, right? And then 15 years later, the housing mar- market crashes and everybody loses all that. <laughs> and then it's, oh, the stock market is fabulous. Everybody should stick their money in the stock market. And that has a 10, 8 to 10 year run. And then all of a sudden that crashes and everybody loses all their money. Because everything is a bubble. Yep. Well, I that's mean, what I. That's what's so all, scary. It's like you tr- you try to. You, it's like everybody has to chase the market. But then get out before it pops. Yeah. Well, well yeah, and it's it, really hard it, to do because you don't know. It actually, it actually goes back to the original question, which is why do people, you know, what about cryptocurrency versus money? Right. You know, versus the the the, the dollars. Well. It's, it's the fact that the dollars aren't backed by anything. That's what creates the bubble. The Federal Reserve creates the bubble. Yep. The government creates the bubble. And so we do have these 10. I mean, we had a longer cycle this time in part because we had uh, we had the uh, Tax Act in 2017. That extended the bubble, frankly. It didn't eliminate the bubble, just extended it, made it bigger. And so, you know, we, we kind of extended it beyond that 10-year period. But if you look at 1990, we had a crash. 2000, we had a crash. Yeah, 2010, mm-hmm. we had a crash, right? And here it is, 2022, and looks like we're on the verge of another crash. And so now all you have to do is, okay, well, but if I know those cycles, I can I can invest that way. And here's the thing: those certain things don't cycle. You asked me at the very beginning, CPA, CPA, we don't we don't cycle. We we were essential workers during the pandemic. So so find something that is always needed, whether it's housing. Energy. I'm going to go back to it. Housing, energy, food, business, those things are things that are always needed. Your job isn't always needed. Remember, if you have a job, you only have one client, and that's the riskiest position of all. That's Okay, so back to crypto. I was all in with crypto. Oh, my God. I was just like, finally, something that the government can't control and the people can do it. And then everybody else figured out how to basically turn that into the stock market and crashed that. Yep. 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 So, yep. They once made again. it a bubble. They made it a pyramid scheme, it, and it, they ruined but it. You know what? Here's the thing. It goes back to your, your comment about people are greedy, right? Yep. People, right. People, it's all about money. And I'm going, you know, all this DeFi stuff, you know, when they're saying, I, I mean, I've got people telling me, well, they're paying me 10% by parking my crypto here. I'm going... Okay, there's a reason they have to pay you 10%. You understand that that's a very risky thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, it's not risky at all. You know, and then we have these, these DeFi markets just take completely go out of business. I mean, literally lose billions of dollars. I'm going, you know, if, 
you know, one of those things seems too good to be true. Maybe you ought to look at it a little closely. Make sure you understand it. Makes sense. It does. I just, like I said, I just always feel like you just are on a treadmill trying to just stay ahead of the tax man and inflation and this and that. It's just like, oh, my God. I mean, people that work and just want to live their lives, they don't have a ton of time to deal with all of this stuff. You know, they've got yeah, kids, it's, they've it's, got but this. It's like, the, it's like the old saying, right? If you, always, if, you, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So you've you got to start thinking about, okay, if I want to get off that treadmill, what do I have to do? Yeah, you're right. I do like this paragraph. In his newest book, Tom focuses on seven sectors of the economy that represent key government priorities and identifies specific action steps individuals can take to reduce their taxes, increase their wealth, while simultaneously improving both the economy and their environment. So everybody wins. Why aren't we doing this, Tom? <laughs> I, 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 and that's my question. That's why I wrote the book. Yeah. So I, why, why hasn't somebody just brought this to the public's attention Who's going to do that? And I'm going, well, you know, my first book, Tax-Free Wealth, was a runaway bestseller. I'm going, I've got the credibility. I ought to do it. And so I just yeah. said, I'm, so I'm, just going to, I'm just going to bring it up. I'm just going to, just going to write the book and say, look, um, hopefully people will start uh, recognizing this. They'll recognize how the system works. And the more people who do things like creating housing and jobs and, and energy, all of that is good for the, the rest of the world. So it's basically the more people we serve, the less tax we pay. Oh, there you go. I like that. I got to tell you a very quick story, Tom. I just uh, I brought this up, uh, I guess, about a week ago to a friend of mine. But uh, back in 1955 or six, I was a very little boy <clears throat> at the time, but I do remember it. So I'm assuming it was I was probably four years old, maybe at the time. I think maybe something like that. And my father uh, came home from work one day, and he was very nervous. And my mother said, Bob, well, Bob, what's the problem? He goes, I just, I'm, I'm very nervous about this. I just got a raise at work. And, and I just, I don't know, <laughs> what, what are we going to do with all this money? I mean, it's just, I went and cashed my paycheck, and I'm just really nervous carrying a fortune around with me. And I remember him saying all those things and, and him talking to my mother about it. He says, we've got to look at this like a family. So we gathered the family together, and uh, his big raise had just come in, and he was incredibly wealthy he laid out five twenty dollar bills his salary went up to a hundred dollars a week fifty two hundred dollars a year at that time was a lot of money isn't that amazing when you look back at 65 years ago a hundred dollars was considered a lot of money well that, that's why you have to recognize we have to recognize that the biggest tax we have is inflation yep it's, it's not yes. even Yes. Income tax, Holding liquid tax. liquid assets is in, always in, a bad idea. In, inflation is such a high tax, and it's a tax on the people who can least afford it. Yes. I, I think what's going on right now is just a travesty. If you look at when you look at five dollar a gallon gasoline, it doesn't bother me. Uh, it, it's it's not going to change my lifestyle. But somebody who's making sixty thousand dollars a year changes their lifestyle. It Absolutely. does. Absolutely. You know, I know it's only like eight bucks extra a week is what they're saying. It's only eight dollars a week. Well, you know, if you get up to four, five, six hundred dollars or whatever it is for a family of four that's making fifty-seven five a year, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So, God, our gas bill 
is insanely higher than it used to be because we made the mistake of moving away from the city right before gas tripled. Well, you couldn't have, yeah, you couldn't predicted have predicted that. that. No, no, but, yeah. oh, we're, we're probably paying <laughs> ten times what we were for gas three years ago. Two oh, years absolutely. Ago. A lot of money. There's no yep. question about that. Where do you? Okay, so if you're a hun yuck like me, Tom, and I'm just I work you know a couple of jobs and things are good and all the rest of it. Uh, what's the first thing I do to protect myself? Let's say I, I you know, uh, let's say I'm an average person and I got a mortgage and I got car payments and I got you know all the stuff that you're doing. Uh, you're paying your taxes. A lot of money going out. So what, is there one thing that, that everybody should do right out of the a box? I mean, the first thing you should do is buy your book, obviously. That's a given, right? Well, get educated is the first thing. Yeah, so obviously. buy your book, right? I, 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 I think, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> Amazon, really easy. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's the thing. Um, you know, we do have to change the way we think about things. I'll give you a simple example. Good. Uh, people ask me all the time right now, well, how do I budget? I'm going, you got to change your thought process. Stop budgeting. Start projecting out how much money you need in order to live the lifestyle you want to live. Change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. Okay? This is, you know, this is a win-win wealth strategy. This is a positive mindset. I think that's the first thing we have to do. And it's very hard to do when we're struggling, right? Because we have this dark darkness in our life. And somehow we need to get with different people who will bring us out. I mean, I, I love this. This has been fun. You guys are a lot of fun. And I love that because you need to be with people who are fun and yeah. don't care yeah. so much about money. People who will look at the bright side of life because now you have a bright side of money. What about the bright side of money? Wow. What do you, wow. If I, if I save this money, I can go on this vacation. I can go to Italy or I can go to the Grand Canyon or, you know, wherever, whatever I want to do. Uh, I think you should. positive side. I think you should be thinking bigger private jet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I will say I have, I, I've had two clients. I've had, I had three clients this year buy a private jet. Uh, three of them. I'm buying this book right now. <laughs> you just sold uh, one, Tom. I really Tom. want a private jet. <laughs> oh, I didn't. See, I didn't there even know. Go. Hey, Catherine, I already bought it. I'll loan it to you for $3.50. Okay. Yeah, see, go. I'm making money right. on the deal. Let me give it to you better. There's actually a way for you to get the government to pay for part of that private jet. Really? Absolutely. Tom, now you're powered private jet? Absolutely. Do we have to become an operative that, that, for the, that, the Russian the, the, the government, You can get the government to pay for up to 30, 40, even 50% of your private jet. What? Tom, yep. don't do this to me. Now, you know, I'm married right. to this woman who wants a private jet, so <laughs> thanks a lot, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure we could go in like halvesies with somebody else. Yeah, I mean, you still have to pay the other 50%, yeah. right? 50% yeah. of $5 million uh, is still a lot of money. Okay, more than halvesies. We'll uh, divide it amongst well, 10 people. Well, and, and re remember, every time you take that jet, it costs you 20 grand. Right? Oh, God, the so gas prices. Yeah. Although, even oh, even the government will pay for your, you know, for that 20000 they'll, they'll contribute to the 20000 too, if you do it right. Jeez. We got to buy the book, Catherine. There's yep. a, did you buy it yet? Do you yep. go on Amazon? Yep. Because Tom Wheelwright just told me, you know, you can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> Make great Christmas gifts for the, for the young ones. There you go. I, why, uh, Tom, go. why has this not happened before? Why didn't somebody else step up and say, I mean, years and years and years ago, it's like, this is how you do it. 
Uh, there's all these. I've read books before about investing and blah blah blah, and they were always favored Wall Street. Always. Yours right. doesn't sound like right. it favors Wall Street at all. It, it, it doesn't. Um, there's one investment that you know Wall Street is happy about, which is your pension plan, your profit sharing plan, your 401k. Um, that actually, the government doesn't. That's the only one of the seven the government doesn't make money on. By the way. And so they do encourage it, and it does actually work for people if they want to invest in the stock market. But I actually look at what happens if instead of doing that one, what if you did one of these other six? And the other six run circles around it. So, you know, it's, it's always a good question. You know, why, why does new information come out? Why, you know, we, it's just a different perspective. And that's why I say I, I think changing who, you, who you're with, I think changing uh, your perspective changing the way you look at things, especially changing the way you look at money, most important thing you can do. Yeah, I could see that. Tom, are we headed toward, I wouldn't necessarily say a crash, but have we got some tough economic times coming in the next couple of years? It's a really interesting question. You know, um, I, I, a lot of my friends think we're going to absolutely have a huge crash. And then I have, but then I look at the you know, the earnings came out yesterday, and they were mm -hmm. fantastic. And yep. you're going, you, you know, I, I, I don't think it's as black and white as people want to make it out to be. I, I think what we do have to do is prepare for either one. So I think you have to look at, okay, if it's going to crash, what do I do? And I better be prepared for that. If it's going to keep going, what do I do? And I better prepare for that, too. And that's why, you know, you actually, when you say, well, CPA, that's recession-proof, I'm going, yeah. Let's get into a job. Let's get into a business. Let's get into an investment that's recession-proof. People are never – housing, for example, you, you, know, you buy a house for yourself, you get some tax benefits. You buy a house for somebody else. In other words, you rent it to other yeah. people. Yep. You get way more tax benefits. And so and, – and that's recession-proof because people have, a, have to have a place to live. People have to have food. People have to have shelter. People have to have, have energy. So you, you get into – you know, you look for those things that – while they'll do well when the economy's doing well, they'll also do well when the economy's not doing well. And I, and I think that's really the answer. You know, you talk about, you know, you, you're on this roller coaster, you're on this, this, uh, in, the, in this rat race, and, and you're just trying to, to make it. You keep having these crashes. Well, why don't you consider, well, so let's just plan for it. Let's say that I don't know if it's going to crash, but why don't I plan in case it does crash, but let me also plan in case it doesn't crash so that I'm protected either way. And so that's why I like to have control over my money. I like to have control over my investments. I'm the youngest of six children, so I never really had control over anything <laughs> as a kid, so I do like to control things. And so, so you know, I don't like investing in the stock market because I don't have control over that. Now, unless, you know, and I have friends who are professional stock investors, they can control, right? They can control their income. But as an amateur, stock investor, I'm never going to be able to control it. Uh -uh. As an amateur, as, as a business owner, can I control what decisions I make? Can, uh, I mean, the, the reality is, is that um, I am the last one to get paid in my business. I'm also the last one to get fired yeah. in my business. Okay, so there's protection there. I, I run four businesses right now, and there's and I have literally thousands and thousands of customers. Well, my risk is way lower than if I, when I, I remember when I was uh, younger and I had a job, I'm going, wait a minute, I have one, one customer. This is a dangerous place to be. So I just, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a good employee. I mean, I've never been a good employee. 
and really pretty much unemployable. And I just feel like I'd rather do those things that I can have some control over, that I can get really good at, that I really enjoy. And that comes in, that comes in doing things that are more entrepreneurial rather than letting other people take charge of my life. I just don't want to give other people, including the government, charge of my life. Well, and I really, really appreciate it. And by the way, Tom, uh, my my wife has been looking at me. So I, uh, very quickly, if you don't mind, where where do you live most of the time? Uh, Arizona. In Arizona. Arizona. Okay. I like sunshine. The only reason I'm asking you that is because uh, from the look on her face, I think you and I are going to be going in on a jet together. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I better get to work, though. But, you know, that's the way that whole thing goes. So, Tom. You just got to figure out how how to get. You just need an investment that will pay for the jet. Exactly. There you go. An investment that will pay for the jet. Yeah, he's not telling you to work harder. He's telling you to be smarter with your money. So, last chapter of my my book is how to get the government to pay for your Ferrari. So, just keep that in mind. That's probably the chapter you should read first. Uh, That is the one I'll read first because, you know. She's got my heart, Sorry, Tom. Jeff. What can I tell Same you? Same difference, different number of zeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You're absolutely right about that. Tom, go big so, or go home. <laughs> so uh, we're talking to Tom Will right about his book, The Win-Win Wealth Strategy, Seven Investments a Government Will Pay You to Make. Most people are going to look at that and go, the government's not going to pay me to make investments. So how do you convince them, no, you're wrong, they are going to pay you to make these investments? <laughs> Read the book. I mean, it's twenty-five dollars. I mean, come on, just you know, out of the twenty-five. All right, read the book. I understand. I mean, I, you know what? You may say he's full, of, he's full of baloney, right? Um, or you may say, "Wow, that makes sense." Mm-hmm. I'm going. Here's the thing: there are there are a lot of rich people. Guess what? They almost all of them have done it this way. I mean, take out the athletes and the influencers right. and and you know that small group of people. But you look at the really rich people. You look at Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates. You look at the really rich people. They all did it this way. They didn't do it by investing in the stock market. They didn't do it by having a job. They did it by being an entrepreneur. They did it by investing in those things the government wants, and they didn't pay taxes. Look at Tesla and, and Amazon. They've got, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they went 20 years before they started paying tax. God, There's a reason for that. It's not because they cheated. It's not because they have the best tax advisors, although they do. Um, it's because they really, their tax advisors understand how the law works, applied the law the way it's supposed to be applied, and they didn't pay tax. And because they didn't pay tax, they had that much more money to put into the Tesla factory, to put into the Gigafactory, to put into building Amazon, which lost money for a long, long time. Yeah, and that, that's why they had the money. It's because they weren't paying tax. That's one of the reasons they had the money. The, part, the government said, we will partner with you. We're going to take our money on the back end. You know, Elon Musk paid a whole bunch of tax last year, but he hadn't paid any tax until last year. So just consider, look at the people who are the most successful. How did they do it? All this book does is tell you how you can do it the same way they did it. See, I think that's brilliant. Again, the book is called The Win-Win Wealth Strategy, Seven Investments the Government Will Pay You to Make. Tom Wheelwright. 
W-H-E-E-L-W-R-I-G-H-T. Tom, you got to come back. we got to stay on top of this because uh, if we're going to buy a jet together, I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to figure out the Elon Musk. Hey, I, 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 am, I am in. Anytime. This is a blast. All right. <laughs> Tom, i got to leave because I've got to get to my how to sell an airplane to rich people class that I signed <laughs> up for. So I'll see you guys later. <laughs> That's exactly it. I think it's brilliant, Tom. Thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Tom Wheelwright, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Um, God, no, you, we probably should buy the book. <laughs> Don't you think we should buy the book? Well, first let's uh, read the book and see what we want to do. Did he send the book? I think so. Cassie usually gets the books. Oh, does she? Yeah. I'll ask her right now. I'll ask her right now. Yeah. She, she, she might um, be done. Obviously she didn't. Or I wouldn't be sitting here today with you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you just would have gotten it in the last couple <laughs> of weeks. Unless that's what's balancing the kitchen table right now. You know, what's what's interesting, I wanted to ask him. I, now that he hung up, I thought of more questions. Oh, but yeah. Like, okay, so Elon Musk, he's, you know, he comes from a wealthy family. He Very probably, wealthy. He probably had a great big old nest egg to put into something I first. would think that's true, Oh, absolutely, yes. Because yes. I know, well, I don't know. People start companies, and they always say, do not use your own money ever. Get other people to invest in it. 
because you don't if, if something fails you don't want to like be on the street right and a lot of people have money to invest in things and they're willing to take the risk because they know that investing is risky so that's the another part is he talking about other getting other people to go in on stuff or is this just your own personal wealth God, I got to read this book. I've yeah, got so many get questions. The get the book, Catherine. Let's go. Well, it's a, because you've always been a work hard. Yes. Pay all your taxes mm-hmm. because you don't want the government, you know, up your keister looking for every dime that That's they can. Keister, Dave. Well, mm-hmm. remember? Goes well, some remember, people pay a lot of money for that. Remember, <laughs> you were you were audited for like five years in a row and because your income went row. up and you yep. ended up owing like six dollars or something yeah. like that, and, and we had to pay bucks, yeah. we had to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to accountants to go through all of this stuff yep. for us. It cost us a fortune. So why isn't the government held accountable then? Why if aren't they're they? holding you I to agree. that and saying this, and then they find out you that you did everything yeah. right, they should pay your accountants. I back absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my father, I remember he... I wonder if anybody ever did a class action suit. Like I don't know. Ooh. Well, I know my, my father was flagged for, I don't even know, four or five years, and he finally did something and got the government off his ass because he's like, this is discrimination at this point. Or something. I know he got them off his butt for well, auditing he, him constantly because he was in sales. Some years his income was huge. Right. Some years it was low. And they look for that kind of thing right. all the time. And he's like, I'm in sales. I have a 30-year history of my income going up and down and you and audits and paying my taxes. Leave me alone. So anyway, he, got, he did something. He did contact the government and they didn't audit him ever again. I'd like to know what happened to that guy. Do you remember in the 90s who was coming out saying, you're a sucker if you're paying tax? Right. Because it was a one-year-only tax deal that was written up during World War II and that the federal income tax to try right. to help fund the war. Right. Yeah. right. And that if you continue to pay, the only reason you have to do it is because you continue to do it on your own. If you just put a stop in and tell the government, no. I'm no longer paying taxes. Remember, that was like a huge yeah. industry, and they were doing all these infomercials on it. Yeah. I, I, if anybody out there did that and it worked, is there a number they can call to get in on this, uh, Andy? I'd love to hear if that actually worked for anybody. On what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Andy. This I is think the he was on the yeah, chat. Sorry, Joe just called in. And- oh, oh. I, just the fact that in the 90s there was this big wave. This guy was doing all these infomercials. You're a sucker if you pay tax. Uh, oh, income tax was only about. a one-year yeah. uh, deal during World War II, and it's never been extended. There was nothing that ever legally true, put into yes. place. So why do we continue to pay income because tax? Because if the government can get their mitts on your money, they're never going to start giving it back. Right, but <laughs> legally, if it's a one-year-only deal... Was that the guy with the question mark suit? It. No, I think he oh, was man, a different guy. Was, he was a different guy. He was one of those guys that let me show you all the money that the government doesn't want you to know you can get. Yep. Um, this was just a guy who came out. I was just wondering if anybody actually ever did that. I know I had a couple of knucklehead friends that were in sales that swore by it at first, but then I, if I remember, they went to correctly, jail. They, they had to pay a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just curious how that works. Well. If it is, a, if it's on the books, is a one-year-only income tax? Why are we continuing to do it? Because, because they just extend it and extend it, and then they just but they, pass but it But there is law. nothing legally that says it, and there is no law for it. Well, because what are you going to do, fight back? They have the army. <laughs> exactly. And jails. And army. federal yeah. prison. They will exactly. just jail or kill you if you don't. That's There's why. always that, yeah. 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 No, that's what I was wondering um, if, anybody, if it ever worked for anybody. If it actually worked. Right, that sucks. 
the whole thing. You know what? First of all, they've just got to remove the fact that the way you win and become president is who's richest. Yeah. It should oh, have God, nothing yes. to do with your income. Right. I mean, that's always a right. good look that you can say, hey, but it, it should be a spending limit. You get everybody yeah, gets to spend absolutely. five million and that's it. You yep. spend it however you want to spend it on advertising. And and across the board, they can't change prices because this is a Republican radio station. This is a Democrat. You can't charge yep. Republicans more. Right. It's all the same amount of pricing, all the same way. Everybody gets five million. That's it. And then and that uh, and that outstate money coming in yeah. to local elections that should not be allowed. I couldn't agree that more. Should they should not, not be allowed. allowing because yeah. stop meddling in state yes, business. That's I agree. That the, the shift from the government trying to get more power into the states. That's what the Constitution was uh, was right, about. That's right. why they're doing this. The way they're going about it and just all of a sudden doing things without having any discussion amongst the people is a little odd right it's very odd actually but i do agree the states should have more power than the federal government well, there's, there's no doubt yeah. and there, there is yeah. a sense like all right we've got legal uh legal marijuana here in the state of minnesota for medical marijuana if my wife takes her medical marijuana gets on a plane and flies to michigan oh, where it yeah. is not legal mm-hmm. even though she is she, it's now federal trafficking, I believe, yeah. Yeah. to bring yep. it over there. But yeah. it's her medical marijuana. She has this, but it's only acknowledged in the state of Minnesota. I know. It doesn't make any sense uh, at all. You know, when my mom was dying of cancer, um, there was, you know, the, the uh, cannabinoid oil was supposed to be very powerful and effective, and it was helping people with fourth-stage uh, cancer. And I scoured trying to find places because Minnesota hadn't passed anything legal for, for marijuana here yeah. yet. And... Um, I had friends in California and in Seattle and a few of the other states, and they're like, yeah, I can get what you're looking for, but you'll have to come get it. And if you get busted bringing it into the, you, you're better off driving here, letting me hand it to you, and then you drive back from California. Because yeah. those are federal laws, right? right. Yep. Yeah. That's, Anything that crosses right. state ridiculous. lines involves its federal territory. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't get on and, like, go from Minnesota to Florida. It's legal in Minnesota. It's legal in Florida. But while I'm on the airplane, it's not legal. Right. That that's I why there's. I think airplanes odd. work differently. No, it's it's against the law. That's what they specifically oh. told me. Oh. It's then considered trafficking. Well, but if you're going to a state where it is still legal. Yeah, because federally it's not legal. Uh. It's not like international airspace. Like there's international waters. That's out waters. over the ocean. <laughs> this this <laughs> exactly. is over the United States. If you're flying, well, it yeah. should still be it's the sky. <laughs> Leave us alone. We're in the sky. No, we bought <laughs> the United States bought all the property up to the moon and then yeah, back. So. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Elon so. Musk is going to be selling shares in that soon. So we you have I, Joe on the phone. I'm going to make one comment before he pops Joe on because oh, you know the guy I'm thinking of right now is you guys probably don't even remember him and you wouldn't didn't live here then. But there was a guy named Bill Lone that did, like, basement repair or some damn thing. And he was doing – he was – I don't know what his deal was, but uh, he was doing really, really well. And then all of a sudden, a uh, couple of years into being Bill Lone and taking care of you and I got you covered and don't worry about it, all of a sudden, <laughs> Dr. Bill Lone oh. was standing next to his own airplane doing his commercials. Mm. <laughs> oh. And then I think he was standing next to some guy wearing – like striped pajamas. What do you think that oh. was all about? Yeah. Mm. yeah, there was a lot of those commercials in the 80s and 90s. Oh, where the, God, yeah. You can make million dollars like I do. Exactly. Remember that guy? Yeah. And, and it's great. I'm not mocking that, but that was the voice of the guy that was always selling the stuff. And if you buy his book and buy this, and, and he made millions and then went to prison for all of the stuff that he was selling was, was wrong. 
I'm going to sue you for cultural appropriation you for should. using that accent. You I'm very upset. I know. Andy, would you look up Dr. Bill Lone and see if he's still even alive? I tried it. Was he a real doctor? Dr. Bill Lone. Or was he as much a doctor as Gene Simmons' Dr. Love? Probably before the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the doctor of rock on the local <laughs> yeah. rock station. How was Lone spelled? Uh, L-O-N-E, I believe. Oh, it was L-O-N-E, okay. I think it was uh, yeah, L-O-N-E, I think it was. Dr. Bill Lone. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Ohio State versus Lone. Uh-oh. That's the first thing that came up. That is not good news, I'll tell you that. These are the stories from the big city of Minneapolis. So what do they got? Uh, let's see. State versus Lone, 1985. Oh, yeah. A long time ago. I was ago. born. 37 years ago. Let's see. Uh, it's a legal document, so it's a couple hundred billion words. Or is Michael Bryant when we need him? Yeah, exactly. Michael, call in. What the hell's going on? Well, he can't see the documents. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, did, did it say what they what they charged him with? Um, let's see here. Because Doctor Bill alone, he yeah, was on TV. Is, he bought, he was on story, TV so. constantly. Yes, this is a very old story. Yeah, so it's not going to be. It was almost forty years ago. Yeah, before the interwebs. Mm. Yeah. The interwebs. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I just wonder—is he still alive? Probably not. Well, it looks like he went to prison for twenty-one months. Okay. For something theft by swindle, I think. Theft by mm. swindle would make sense. That's true. And then uh, what happened to him after that? That's a good question. He kind of seems to have disappeared. I think he's probably doing morning radio somewhere now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> I'm still now. I'm not Doctor Bill Lone. I'm Mister Bill Lone. Yeah, well, that, I don't think he's actually a doctor. So searching for his, his name was William E. Lone. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, four <laughs> counts of theft by swindle. There you go. There you go. That is not good, is it? Four counts, and he only got William 21 Elon, months. William E. would he have been born in 1935, do you think? Pratt's about right. Well, yeah, then he died in he... Naples 10 years ago. Yeah, that's him. Oh, that Naples. is him, yep. Was he a priest? At least he went to Naples. Because this William E. Lone was a priest. What? He might have turned his life around after he... prison when you find Jesus I there. <laughs> I All of a sudden you find Jesus I and you're wonder. good to go. Well, could be, I suppose. Who knows? Crazy. But those are the names, you, like he said, what did the guy say again? You, you make the kind of money I make, or the guy that put his arms out? With yeah, the and he had the yacht with all the girls in bikinis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, what was that? Jesus, unbelievable. Hey, can I make a quick mention? The news is officially out. Uh, my new TV show, The Ghost of Devil's Perch, begins airing August 21st on Travel Channel and on Discovery+. Plus. They're, oh. they're airing it on both, Hooray. and it'll run from August 21st to the mid part of October. Good, excellent. Congratulations. Yeah, That's yeah. great. Congratulations. Thank you. Indeed. Uh, Joe with us? Hi. Joe, how are you doing? Good. Hey, man, I heard you're getting fired. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Do you believe the people? Did you did you listen this morning when I explained that I lied to you on purpose just to see how many people would fall for it? I did. I caught it when you said that yesterday. I'm like, what? Is he screwing with us or what the hell's going on? I heard the same exact thing from all you guys on that same thread. Every one of you said, this is bull, and I know it's bull. <laughs> you guys figured it out, but the other people didn't. They wanted it to be true, man. They really did. And I started getting things saying that somebody posted on, you know, the, the KQR's morning show page, and started looking at it going, okay, one guy's out and proud. At 6.15 this morning, Tom said it. He's getting fired. I'm going, you're kind of dumb, aren't you? <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you've known me longer than those people, though. No, the only reason I did that is because I was try- I've been trying to tell people, as you know, Joe, for years, to stop paying attention to the news and looking for the news that agrees with what you think, just so you think you're proving yourself to be right. Because all those hundreds of people, I guess, on social media or thousands or whatever it was, I suckered them so quickly because they wanted it to be true. Isn't that hilarious? Uh, then a couple hours later, somebody's like, well, you idiots pay attention. He doesn't work for KQ. He's exactly. not going to get fired. And he's not going to get, they're not going to let him stay on the air if he gets fired. No, as a matter of fact, they, they meet you in the front room before you go on air. Let me tell you, I, I right. think I know somebody who's been there. The box of And uh, they have your box, they have security, they take your key, and then they tell you, uh, don't let the door hit you in the ass. And then they don't talk about it on air. They yep. refuse to say what happened, and it just yep. is business as usual. And here's the morning show with Skunky and Beaver Bill. And that's Skunky it. Skunky and Beaver Bill. That was the original name of the probably what the next morning. show will be. Yeah. <laughs> It's the morning zoo with Skunky and Beaver Bill. Why be Beaver Bill or Skunky Catherine? Are they still doing that? Morning zoo stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the closest is like... Nah, not, Dave Ryan's even eased up on the kind of morning Yeah, they don't feel. really do that so much anymore, do they? <laughs> no. That I was much that. cooler in the 80s and 90s. I do miss that, that zany kind of stupid... You do? Except for oh, the cowbell. Sure. I don't miss right. the cowbell. No, I just lowered my Toilet flush sound effect? Yeah. I didn't think that was possible, fart Catherine. Fart jokes. <laughs> fart jokes. Well, no, not that so much, joke. but I like the... <laughs> you know what I, I do miss is when you listen to morning radio, there are very few people with real personality that host anymore. Now it's... It's 10 minutes before 10. We've got this coming in the news. We've got this with weather. We've got that with this. We'll be back with Kentucky Blue-Eyed Girl mm-hmm. by Elvis Presley. And yeah. that's it. And that's, that's like it. the yeah. extent. I prefer these guys that were fun and like the Larry Lujax and the Steve Dawes oh, and God, Gary yes. Myers. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, some of the, the morning jocks that just had fun doing their job. Yeah. Like, you don't you, have to go full good well, morning Vietnam. No. But, you know, that's kind of why <laughs> yeah. Tom doesn't want to do radio anymore because it just isn't fun. Yeah. No, it's not fun anymore. No. It, it's very, well, very No true. corporate job is fun anymore. Yeah. Everything is as horrible as they can possibly well, make it. If you got anybody woke, you're screwed. Exactly. Especially as, a, as an older white guy, boy, you got major problems if you're working with somebody that's woke. Oh, God, it's disgusting. And, uh, you know, well, everybody's just... woke now because they're so worried about what everybody else yeah, thinks. They're probably not fear. even woke. What they're yeah. worried about is who's going to call in pissed off. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? But everybody's um, always pissed off now. Who right. cares anymore? I yeah, mean, it's just gotten to the point off. where, right. okay, everybody's just mad. People Yay. are getting to that point. They just don't care anymore. Yeah, it's just like, I'm over it. I just saw a funny comedian. They showed just the one clip, and he's talking about it. He goes, yeah, I've been into kitty porn for a while. He goes, I think cats are the sextiest animals. <laughs> and, and everybody's like, ooh, ooh. And he goes, oh, really? So the other comedians did jokes about rape, drugs, doing jail time. Well, I make a joke mm, about a cat, wow. and this is the one that gets booed? Yeah. It's just yeah. funny what sets people amazing. off. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Joe? Yeah? What else you got, Pally? Well, I just heard Dave announce his new TV show. Does that mean you got fired from the Paranormal 60? No. <laughs> I'm my own boss. I get 100% of nothing, pal. A hundred percent Hey, but I'm going to be out in Lexington, Kentucky with Scarefest in October. I hope you come on out and see me. Scarefest? I'll make you uh, see what I can do about that. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that sounded like the girl at the bar. Yeah, give me a call at that number. I should be around Monday. Mm-hmm. FE5-9000. <laughs> yeah. That's the number. F- that's what that's what Sid Hartman used to do. I loved Sid F-E-5. back in the day. Yeah. 
you, know, <clears throat> you get your twins tickets, all you got to do, I was called Federal Five Nine. <laughs> you would do the Federal Five. So what would that be, four, four, five? Three, three, five. Three, three, five. Yeah. Like, probably the only person under 40 who can even parse Federal mm, Five see. into a <laughs> number. <laughs> wow. Fe- call Federal Five. It's like Sydney. We're going with 335 now these days. So uh, so how is biz down in, in Kentucky? Everything's good? Every down, everything's going well? Hotter than hell. Boy, they were showing temperatures in, in Austin, Texas. The average temperature in Austin, Texas for the next 10 days is 104. Mm. Holy oh, hands. It's going to be like here, too. Yeah, oh, is it? Well, yeah. we hit 104 the other day, I think. 102 we did. at least. We did, yeah. Did we? So, yeah, we did. Yeah, it's... Yeah, well, it's July. It's yeah, Minnesota gets. We always summer. get like two or three <clears throat> horrible hellish yeah. days. And the South is hot. And the South is hot. And the yeah. South, the south is, hot. is hot. Yeah, if Minnesota can get above a hundred, then yeah. yeah. What uh, well, chance England. do you have in Arizona or Texas? England's over a hundred degrees now, which yeah. that hardly ever happens. I just saw somebody posted some <clears throat> weather data from I don't even know. It was like eighteen something and nineteen early nineteen oh, hundreds, yeah. and it was hot. just as hot. It, it, yeah, this is nothing They always new. have waves day, of yeah. heat that kill a bunch of old people in England. That's like a That's yearly tradition. They, they will not put in air conditioning because no, their energy won't. costs are did, so high there. Yep. Joe, did you see the stat on how many people in England, the entire country of England, how many people have air conditioning? No, I didn't. 3%. Mm. <laughs> I could not do well, that. Well, all those old buildings, it's really hard yeah, to Yeah, you, you can't retrofit a lot of but those. But they've got, they've got those impossible. wall units now, you know, that are nice for, your, like, the mm-hmm. bedroom or one room so people yeah. could escape the heat. You see those more and more, but they don't have central air conditioning. Yeah, they don't. No, because they of don't. so many old buildings, the cost is really high. And they really only have a bad heat wave once in a while, so they're like, "Why would I?" Yeah, it's like spend once every five money? years. I yeah. do like Europe's hotels, though. Like when you walk in your room, you have to slip your key into a slot in yeah. the, hanging on the wall, and mm-hmm. that turns on your power in your room. Right. Yeah, there's right. some in and the then, United States like that too. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah, those. Yeah, New yet, York especially. When you're, oh, sure, I uh-huh. guess there. But you, and then the only problem is though that it, like the air conditioning unit is set to. Um, movement so like if you go to bed you wake up four hours later soaking wet because it turned off because it didn't pick oh. up m- movement in your room for the last four Ooh, hours that's not good ah. so there were those moments but you have to carry one of those uh tick-tocky things for music what are those called Oh, a phone? oh, a metronome. metronome. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's even big enough to, to be seen, but yeah, they're. Uh, I like that. It's cool. You walk down hallways at night, and their halls are dark, and as you walk down them, they light up, and then they turn yeah, off behind right, you as right, you pass exactly. their segment. Yeah. I think that's pretty clever and, and a great way to save energy. I'd yeah. like to figure out how to do that in my own home. Yeah, you got that. Get the lights turned off once in a while. I had some <laughs> light bulbs at one time because Andy refused to turn off the lights when he was a teenager. It was Andy's fault. And there was a, there was a light bulb. Bulb mm-hmm. that if it, I, I guess it must have been on some sort of a sensor about that, it would turn off after like 10 minutes. Hmm. Really? Yep. And I had that for quite some time, but I haven't seen them since. Well, I saw that news report this morning, by the way. I thought it was about five years ago. We were in Switzerland. Yeah. It was about three, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was 100 degrees there one day when we oh, were there. Yeah, it was bloody so hot. It's nothing new. No. They give, oh, it's 100. Oh, my God. It was 105 years ago when we were there. Yeah. Europe gets very hot in the summer. And do you think we'll ever ha- present the real argument about what's happened to the planet? What the fact it? that our our population has has gone up 350% in the last 50 years? 
we, and it's not in America, well, the people that moved to America, other countries around the world, particularly in the Eastern Hemisphere, the far Eastern part of the Eastern Hemisphere, they're kicking out the kids like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Eight and a half billion people now, they say, in the world. Why are you staring at me, Tom? Just because I got right. 11 kids? 11 kids, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Putting all the blame on the Schrader yeah. name. I got gotcha. you. Are you trying to ruin the world, Dave? <laughs> Way to go, Dave. Ruining the world. <laughs> no, I still have the rule at home. If it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. <laughs> let it mellow, baby. Gross. That's all you need to know. Dave does do gross. a lot of traveling. So. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of traveling. Carbon, it's all his fault. footprints all over. Oh, yeah. God, Way to go. destroying everything. I am. You know what I think it is? Why aren't people talking about this? We talk about how the ocean is filled with microplastics, right? Yeah. Yep. If you have a pool, you can buy a plastic like bubble wrap that That's you lay correct. over the top and it heats up the water. Yes. So do you think that all the plastic and the microplastic in the ocean is heating up and releasing these gases and releasing the heat that might be causing the issues that we're dealing with? And why do we have to stop using plastic in America? Because it's the Chinese and the people in India that are putting all that plastic in the ocean. That is true. That's a fact. I think 90% of the plastic in the ocean <clears throat> comes from Africa and China. Yep, it does. <clears throat> so I'm just I'm getting really I don't know tired. If you saw of how fast the uh, Chinese new so- supersonic weapon is, Tom? Yeah. I wouldn't be mouthing <laughs> off 11, 11 times uh, the speed of sound. Mach 11, 11 times and the speed it can of hit sound. with eerie accuracy oh, when it bombs. Help. So, so you keep doing what you're doing, China. Keep yeah, up China. with that dumping plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay after it. You sound like our government. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Joe, this is something I want to ask you. This, is a, this would be a good question for you. What I don't understand is we keep hearing America sucks and we stole the, the, the land and everything's horrible and America's horrendous. and all. Where is it better? Because I can't find it. I look, maybe Switzerland, and if you don't toe the line in Switzerland, you're out. You are not going to live there. You assimilate or they will not let you in. They will not let you in. And Portugal are the only two places I could find that are kind of toe-to-toe or shoulder-to-shoulder with America. (laughs) The rest of the world doesn't do anywhere near what we do, and we're still the bad guys. Why is that, Joe? I wish I knew. Yeah, we don't know. Nobody knows. All that white guilt and... and, Me up. I'm... I am just, I, I, I'm as dumbfounded as you are. I, I try to figure it out, and, and after a couple of minutes, my head starts hurting. It's like, really? Why aren't we putting more heat on Britain? It was the loyalists that actually settled it that did most That's of right. the damage and yeah. killed the Native Americans, not the actual settlers. Yeah, technically, technically they, they were British too. citizens. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's the like British. When, it's like when Canada says they burned down the White House. It's like, no. England burned down the White House because yeah. Canada didn't exist yet. So uh, exactly stop right. taking credit for uh, something you didn't do. No, I mean, that, that's exactly right. I, yeah, I just got all damn Canadians. <laughs> when, I was in the, when I was in the military in the 90s, we did a uh, tour down to Guatemala. They sent the signal people down there to support the infantry and the construction to, because they were going to build hospitals and schools and shit. When we first got in, in country at, to the base camp, we had to have a commander's meeting. You know, he wanted to brief us on everything that was going on. And one of the things he said that I still remember to this day is, this is not the United States of America. Things are very different here. Turn signals, brake lights, headlights, engines, transmissions are all optional here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Pretty much true. You remember, you remember those those old Bluebird truck uh, buses that we used to see running around? Yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, well, you know why you don't see them anymore? Hmm. They're down in Guatemala. Oh, really? 
Yeah. That all went south. Dude, now, that's amazing. You want to bitch about potholes? Try, try driving down the street that's got a pothole in it, big enough to swallow a five-ton truck. <laughs> that's going to be a problem. That's a government issue. <laughs> Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah, and uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum weight and well-being life beyond weight loss mode. Yeah, but then if now, you go out and fill potholes... Yeah, they all like that. You get, you get sued and arrested and fined. Yep. There was a couple of celebrities that just did that. They were like, oh, I, I got these expensive Porsches and, and cars, and I, my road is torn up. So they went out and sacreted and, and mm-hmm. used that uh, the stuff to cover up the potholes in their area. And they were all proud. Hey, took care of my neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the cops came and yeah, they got no, fined. Yeah, no, you cannot do that. All that Why? Because it's, it's like union. It's like when I'm on set, oh, yeah. when I'm on set doing shows... And we need to break down quickly. I start grabbing stuff. They're like, put it down. You can't touch it. You're not oh, union. And you're I'm like, right. it's a fucking folding chair. I know. What do you mean I can't touch Doesn't it? Matter. No, don't touch it. Well, I've told the story before. Oh. I cut yeah. some I cut some commercials. And, and I did. Yeah. F- Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It doesn't count. FCC yeah. says it's okay. Yeah. What's that? 
Andy's the FCC now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Andy's the FCC. <laughs> the director of the FCC. He is director of the FCC. But, yeah, I was telling a story a couple of weeks ago. I was cutting some commercials over at NPR over in St. Paul. And I walk in. They had the only satellite dish at the time. Uh, they, they're the only ones who could afford the satellite dish because of all the public money they were getting. So I walk in, and they greet me. They said, I will call the engineer to bring you back. The engineer came and got me, brought me in, and I reached up to touch the mic. He said, don't touch that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why not? He goes, we have people. We have a, we have a microphone engineer. We have a mic toucher. <laughs> a mic touching engineer. That's exactly right. There was a board operator uh, guy. There was a mic operator guy. There was a session uh, union session director. And there were actually four people. Oh, and I four bet you now there's ten. And there's probably ten yeah, now. Probably yeah, exactly. Ten now. now they're down to two because nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true, too. But, yeah, you couldn't touch it. Well, yeah, the seat adjuster engineer, exactly. That's It's exactly right. But All right, what else is happening? What? Apparently something's I'm happening because Jude is very excited. Jude just started making what? weird what do you dinosaur want, noises. <laughs> Why was he making noise? I don't noise? know. He wanted to be petted because no. he had his paw up on my leg and he was giving me the look. One of the great things so lonely. I, that I like so to do, sad. you know, because we just talked about some pretty negative stuff, and we got to report the news, and if it's negative, it's negative. But then I like to report things like Nick Bostic. Did you hear about Nick Bostic? I did not. 25-year-old guy, pizza delivery man, sees a house on fire. Oh, I did. I didn't know his name. Phenomenal story. Did you oh, see I'm the so picture of the house on Yes, it was like in flames. i got to show these guys this, this picture. I mean, it was bad. A 25-year-old went into that mm. house to save five little children. Yeah, he went. He wow. went and got four. The kids said there <laughs> yep. might be another one in there. He went back he went in back and in. got the next kid. Is he okay? Because I saw there there was a GoFundMe page. Yeah. For him. He's in the hospital. Uh, I don't think he's conscious. But oh, he got God. an 18 percent tip. Oh, yes, he got the 18 percent tip. He, okay, so he's like yeah. in bad shape. Bostic. Well, breathing in that smoke is pretty yeah, rough. I know, but yeah. I just. No. I don't know what he's up to. All of you, Jude. Jude's always acting. Let's get out of here, Dad. (laughs) Well, his GoFundMe has raised four hundred seventy thousand dollars, so that's pretty good. Holy moly! That's amazing. He's going to need it if he's in the hospital for more than a couple of days. Let me see if I can find uh, out um, what happened to Nick Bostic. The twenty-five seems to be feeling better and is in good spirits. This is from his cousin on the GoFundMe. Oh, good, good, good. Glad Uh, to hear that. Yeah, he. Looks like he's fine. He probably smoke just had inhalation? probably just had smoke inhalation. Yeah, and needed probably. To, you know, he because he was on uh, oxygen for a while on a ventilator, but well, oh. for a while and he might have had some first or second degree burns. I would guess from being that yeah. close to the fire. Oh, God, Good that's being. just terrifying. I can't believe he could do that. Yeah. Now he's yeah. got four hundred seventy thousand dollars. How did he, he know there were kids in there? Is there I a reason why know. he ran in there? Well, let me see. A 25-year-old hero who saved five people from a burning home in Indiana on July 11th, getting a hero's reception on GoFundMe. A fundraiser started for Nick Bostic by his cousin, who explained Bostic suffered serious injuries, will need help during his recovery. Raised about $470,000 as of this writing. This kid is the real deal. That's just talking about the money more than anything. I don't really care about that. A driver who spotted flames shooting out of a house in India and shortly after midnight on Monday morning didn't call 911. He couldn't. As Nick Bostic tells journalist David Bangert, he wasn't carrying his phone, but it was at the right place, the right time, and I guess the right person. Now he'll, the hero, the 25-year-old of Lafayette, slammed on the brakes, pulled in the driveway, ran into the house from the back, found an 18-year-old, three young siblings whom he helped outside. Then he learned another child was missing, so he went back in, even though the heat was excruciatingly painful. Oh, God. 
We need more Nick Bostics in the world is all I'm saying. See, there is good news out there. That's the, that's the thing about it. Now, oh. how long? How long until the article comes out that he had actually break? He was breaking and entering and then just yeah. causing the fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's sad. laughs> it, 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 every time fire. you get one of these great happy stories, yeah, it turns true. out that uh, well, he actually started the fire. But uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm not saying that he did, folks. I'm just saying that's what we always see in these kind of news stories. It's kind yeah. of a bummer, but, but yeah, that is fantastic. How about there was a video cam uh, footage that was just put out like a week ago as well, where the house was on fire and the woman went to the the ring doorbell. Yeah, and right. she's banging it like crazy, and she's you. Your house is on fire. Get out of the house. Right. And she's, oh. Yeah, she was alerting the the people inside the house from outside yeah, that they she were. Probably, I'm sure that's she saved crazy. them. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. All right, Catherine, you can't tear up at this paragraph. Okay. Uh oh. Desperately searching the second floor, I accepted I was going to probably die right there, but it was a weird calm. Then he heard the faint sound of cries from the first floor, which he followed until locating a six-year-old girl. Oh. With smoke obscuring an exit on that level, I grabbed her and held her snug, and I ran, out, ran back up the stairs like a running back for the Colts. <laughs> wow. Specifically the Colts. Specifically yeah. the Colts. See, we need to pay more attention to stories like that. No doubt. There was no reason that guy had to risk his own life he just did it because he's a great person i know i i agree i i just started looking at gofundme um i think they're a wretched corporation but um are they really yeah oh that can be very scummy yes. oh very i didn't scummy. know that i really am i'm donating to victims yeah of violent crime i don't care what color anybody is i no, don't care what matter. their their situation is if somebody's been a victim of violent crime, then I'm going to try to help them because there's too m- much emphasis on the people that are making people suffer. Yeah. And I'm yep. done with it. No, I agree with you. I'm looking for other, the, for the good stuff. The good Speaking people, of the good people stuff. who make people suffer, we have Officer Dave on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Typical cop making people suffer. Way to go. Those traffic tickets can ruin a life, you know. Ruining a life what? every chance he gets. What else is new? What else am I going to do with my world? <laughs> well, you know, you only got a few months left, and then you're going to bail, so. Mm-hmm. Do you well, blame him? I'm taking the lead from somebody else. Maybe. Yeah, Skunky and the Beaver Boy. <laughs> I found your partner for the new show. Skunky and the Beaver Boy. Yes, <laughs> Officer Dave and I are going to do our own <laughs> radio <laughs> show. Fired too. What What'd you say? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Officer Dave's going to cool. hit the road. Did Officer Dave get fired, too? Yeah, I will get fired. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I plan on getting fired. Yeah. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. They'll probably wonder what the hell took so long, but yeah. It's true. So what's the latest, <laughs> Officer Dave? GoFundMe is a private enterprise. Those those a-holes that run that company take a cut out of that. Well, oh, they God. have a tip, yeah, and they have this tip thing. That you can give them money because yep. they act like they're, you know, like a non So they act like you're doing entity. it for free? Yeah. Oh, God. And, I'm like, and if you don't pay attention, they, they put it, there's like a little slide bar. And it, oh, yeah. you click because I made a couple donations recently. And I just happened to notice. I'm like, what is that? And it's it's like in one of the, as you're passing through the, the pages to yeah. make the donation, yeah. it'll automatically add 20%. So mm-hmm. I what? paid $120 for $100 donation. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And they get to 20 Yep. Yeah. Yep. They're the ones that that, that, bo- a, that bodega worker. They stopped. The stab. The, the, yeah. that, stabbed yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Um, they took away his his GoFundMe page. He's just been released. He's yep. been cleared. He's okay. He's not going. He's fine. What do you mean they took away his page? 
they they he had a GoFundMe page yeah. for legal defense, and oh, okay. they just shut it down. Yeah, they'll just nix it. You don't get any of the money. Yeah, if they it, they're very political. They're like they mm-hmm. they they decide without you know without any due process whatsoever who is worthy yeah. of oh, getting that's money. Disgusting. Yeah, it is yep. disgusting. Good God. Hundred percent. No, Tommy. So when you do the when you do the show from the Corleone family house, which you can get. Rent can for I wear the cardigan months. sweater? And walk around outside, like, uh, keep the riffraff out like they did during the wedding. You know, you bring me <laughs> glasses of champagne every once in a while. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, we're talking about this one, oh. the, the actual Corleone house where they shot, not the interior of the house, it was the, only the exterior mm. uh, in New York. <laughs> you can rent it for $1,500 the, uh, the month of August. That's pretty good. Fifteen hundred bucks, you can rent it, and you can live in it, but you can't bring any any friends or anything. You get five people total. You can't bring any other friends or anything in there. So they don't want any parties. No parties. Yeah, be I don't blame them because like, can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> what would Anybody be going cooking on up here? any Italian food in that house? You think? You think that's a possibility? You know, you can rent Whoa. the houses from Christmas Story too. Yeah, right. All the yeah. houses are bed and breakfasts now, so you can are go they? in and rent them. Yeah, and mm. the one for, that Ralphie lived in is a haunted house in reality. And they talk about the ghost stories there, so you can actually get paranormal investigated. Is that where he shot himself with a BB gun? Yes. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Boot. Uh, see, I love... Oh, they weren't kidding. Oh, 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 oh. He's crawling up the side. Fragile must be Italian. <laughs> what a great movie that is. Fragile. Yeah, that's what it says. So what well, else has huh? happened, fellas? You got Joe and, Joe and Officer Dave schmooze for a while. I want to hear what you guys are going to want to talk about. Just decided we need to go. <laughs> oh, I, I, got, I got one more thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, you first, sir. <laughs> All right. The uh, When you had Dan Abrams on this morning also, yes. I can confirm every word he said is true about recruiting, hiring, people leaving, and can't replace What's in law enforcement anymore? No, you can't. Uh, Why would anyone work in law enforcement right now? Hundred percent accurate. Yep, it's so sad. But I'm still pissed off because every time I watch cops now, it's always pulling over a car and doing a drug bust. That's the only thing they do in that show now: are pulling people over for drug busts. I liked it better when they go to the house. You know the the. the, what do they call those? Those mobile homes. Yeah. They got the windows all boarded yep. up because they they're so poor they can't afford to keep you know let any sunlight in or anything. Like that. But honest to God, one of my favorites <laughs> like of all that? time. Tom loves that stuff. No, nothing because better it than reminds me. Poor I love mocking the poor. Reminds me of my old neighbors, right? Because I heard him say some stuff like this. There's one scene. This guy comes out and he's shirtless, and a guy weighs about four bills. Got a huge gut. I mean, a huge gut. And he walks out, and the cop looks up at him because he's still up on the top step, and the cop is down on the bottom step. The cop looks up at him, and the guy says to him, Come on, Troy, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I've been here 50 yeah, that's times. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem is that I know you, as a matter of fact. Do you run into the same kind of people all the time, Officer Dave? Yes. It's always the same people over and over and over again. And then... Mm-hmm. It's literally, Tom, it is, that is not a joke. It is literally the same. And the stupid little town I work in, there's three families, and we're, it's the same three 
family. That's what I've heard from every cop time. I've ever talked to. Yeah. No matter where they work, it's the same three families and three houses that commit all the crimes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? All of it. Yep. Good God. It's, it's just ridiculous. We ran into a cop from Bloomington, and he said he couldn't be a cop in any other area because he's like, we st- we're still allowed to chase. We're still allowed to pursue. And he's like, and I love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) He loves the pit maneuver. He must be young and hasn't had to do a lot of reports yet. I'm getting to the point where I'm old and lazy. And let's see, how can I do this one without a report? Isn't there an app for that? Yeah, maybe there's an app. app. Automatic report maker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we met. His name is Officer Brian from, uh, from Bloomington. Turned out his wife... Uh, is related to a kid that I hung out with in uh, seventh and eighth grade, ninth grade, high school. A guy named Ronnie Eichholt. So we we start schmoozing, and I walk over to shake Brian's hand, and he's just a little smaller than you, Officer Dave. Not a lot, just yeah. a little. And I said, "Mind me yeah. not to piss you off." <laughs> That's all I have. No, to he say. said he doesn't even tell people what he does. If if he if he meets people, he's like oh, he no. he will not tell them that. That's he's what a he cop. said. He said, "You know, you're the only person, Tom, that I would tell I'm a police <laughs> <Yep>. officer." <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, when if I meet somebody, if I meet somebody new, I dump trash. That's what I tell people. Well, you do. You do in a way. Waste management. I do in a way. I'm not lying. I'm just. That's true. Waste management means you're with the mob, I think, though, Andy, right? You got to be careful on that one. What would waste management? (coughs) Absolutely true. I know a guy who paints houses. (coughs) Sorry. Cough fest. Well, it's that time of the year. Yes, it is. Sure is. COVID? <laughs> Go over there. Well, got, one of my nieces just got it again. Good grief. One of your nieces got COVID? Well, now there's what, BA5 or whatever? Yeah, it's BA5, yeah. What did I have? But it's not as severe days. as the rest what did, of them. When, when you had I six, 60 Omicron. I did? Yeah, Omicron. You had Omicron, yeah. Great. What did I have? Did I, BA5 I, is an Omicron subvariant, so it's. I should still, still be Omicron. okay. I but saw at the Walgreens yesterday you can get an antigen test now to see if you have the antibodies for COVID. Oh, okay. Which is kind of nice to know. Well, they've had that for a while because that's how yeah, they but, were they were trying to prove that you had already had it. But you, could, yeah. you couldn't find the tests. Now, of oh, course, yeah. there's tests everywhere. But yeah. And hand sanitizer and yeah, masks. Yeah. Now you can pay 99 cents for a pack of 100 masks. I know. Have should you we, seen that? Should yeah. we be buying crates of this stuff yes. for the next big one? Mm-hmm. There was a guy on Highway 100 when I left here after the morning show to go home for about an hour before coming back here. The guy probably was doing about 40 on Highway 100 going south. But about, about 40 tops, right? So I got to get around him, and I'm like, oh, my God. And he keeps tapping his brakes. You know, he's got it going too fast, got up to 41 there or something. I go by him, and the guy's about 25 to 30 years old. He's wearing not one but two masks, and he's in the car by himself. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you <laughs> doing? He knows where he's been. You find that they either go 150 on 100 or 40. I know. It's true. It's either 150 or it's 40. No, nothing in between, which I don't really <laughs> understand, but that's just me. All right, you two hunyucks. What oh, else you got? Oh, darkness day. Tell me about Lexington. What's going on there, and when are you going to be there? Uh, Scarefest, it is, oh God, I just posted about it on social media. I don't even remember the dates. It's October, I think, like October 21st. And uh, let me see if I can through the twenty sixth. So Andy's birthday, yeah, October twenty first through the twenty third. Central Bank Center, Lexington, Kentucky, Scarefest weekend. You can find information at scarefestweekend.com. 
scarefestweekend.com. There's going to be a bunch of paranormal and horror movie celebrities and all kinds of cool stuff. I saw one of the funniest things I've ever seen there. Malcolm McDowell, you know, from Clockwork sure. Orange. I and like Star him a Trek. Lot. Right. He's sitting at a table, and this is in the morning before we've opened up. Mm-hmm. And Chip Coffee, the medium, goes over to meet him. Whoops. <laughs> and he's reading the newspaper, Malcolm McDowell. Chip Coffee comes up to the little line and, and Malcolm just tips the tip of the top of the paper down and looks over at him and he goes, Mr. McDowell, I'm Chip Coffee from the TV show Psychic Kids and he goes, how nice for you and he pops his newspaper <laughs> back up how nice and that's all you. he said and I just because Chip laughed so hard about it afterwards, I, that's like become one of my favorite stories because it was just, Actually, Malcolm McDowell is a very friendly person He too. was it's not weird. that morning. Not Maybe it's that morning. That was like the second day I think after a heavy night of drinking for everybody oh, at the yeah. after party but yeah, uh, yeah. I could see that. Scarefest is a lot of fun. It's a cool event. So it's in Lexington, Kentucky, in, yep. the, in the middle of uh, the, the third week in, in October. Yep, October 21st through the 23rd, scarefestweekend.com. So if anybody out in that uh, Kentucky area wants to come on out and say hi, that would be a good time to do Can it. Can I come down and do the Joe Flaherty thing? What's that? Remember Joe Flaherty was yeah. the, the, the Kong Floyd? Oh, yeah. Remember Kong Floyd? Yeah. Ooh, scary kids. Scary. The, he sent him the wrong movie. Remember yeah. that? They sent yeah. him the wrong movie. He comes and goes, kids, tonight, a real scary movie. The Odd Couple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, terrifying. Very, very well, scary. I mean, hey, he does talk about killing himself a lot. So. Yeah, he does. That's true. That's absolutely true. All think, right, Dave. Think, Joe. About, think about Walter Matthau. Not a handsome man. No. No, that's very Why don't you true. You pull Can your lower lip over the top of your head and swallow. And swallow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, you two. What else you got? You all set? Yeah. All right, Joe. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it immensely, Officer Dave. What else? That's all I got for you, sir. All right, you two pills. We'll talk to you later. We only got about eight minutes to go. I like this new format. We just kind of blow right mm-hmm. through it. I love we it. We sure Ba-boom. do. Yeah. And Andy's like, I've been talking about this for years. He has. It's all true. true. We finally mm, listened to him. Finally. Um, After somebody it's like else the kid understands to. podcasts. That's crazy. I don't get it. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't understand how it's even possible. Okay, Jude, if you don't stop bothering me, I'm going to make you a famous emu. What is he whipped up He's about? Ready to go. <laughs> famous emu. Oh, you haven't seen the emu pic? Uh, uh, no. Oh, my God. This emu. What the heck's his name? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Oh, the Emmanuel, emu. Yeah. There's this farm down in Florida. Right. They do... Uh, in, uh, I don't know, little TikTok videos about the farm, supposed to be informational about animals and stuff like this. And they've got this emu that every single time they set up the camera, which I'm guessing is an iPhone on a, a, a fence or thing, something, yeah, right. um, this emu starts coming over and she's like, Emmanuel, don't do it. Emmanuel, don't do it. And then you see the face of, the, right. of this emu and he likes to peck at the phone and make it fall down. So anyway, this has gone absolutely viral, and it, I, she's got, I didn't even, even know, a million yeah, hits on this thing. So she's become internet famous, and so has the emu. And now the other animals seem to be acting up and getting into it, too. They've got all these it, It's It's hilarious. That's so if you, Yeah, your kids will love it. Yeah, look it up. It's right, Emmanuel well, the emu, yeah. and it is very funny. And then funny. I'll follow it up with the movie Llamageddon. Llamageddon. Uh-huh. I'm and now their the their follow up the f- movie is Alpacalypse. Mm. Alpacalypse now. Yeah, so you can watch Llamageddon. Llamageddon and Alpacalypse. <laughs> it is a true horror movie. I'm not kidding, but it is so stupid, it's hilarious. Is it like Sharknado? Uh, about a hundred. 
hundred dollar budget Sharknado. Oh. Yeah, so it's hundred dollars to rent the llama. It's funny. The guy go. You can tell that they made the movie with nothing more than, hey, I got a llama in the backyard. What can we do with this? Let's do and something with a llama. And it is funny. Llama Geddon. If you want to watch a movie, and just waste ninety. Or it's not even. It's like sixty one minutes long. It's well worth just the stupidity factor. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what are you gonna do? I just noticed something here, and I just, I, I, it, it fascinates me, and I understand. I guess he has a great interest, but uh, Matt Burke and I are not friends, but I've known him for a long time, and he's he's always been very friendly to me. He didn't always agree with the things I said, but uh, you know that, that's not a problem. Yeah, they're going after him big time now because Minnesota Republican Lieutenant Governor candidate Matt Burke is under fire for recent comments he made about abortion and women on the day the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Speaking at the National Right to Life Conference in Georgia last month, Burke said American culture loudly but also stealthily promotes abortion by telling women they should look at a, a certain way, they should have careers. Burke said abortion rights activists who oppose bans that do not have exceptions for victims of rape or incest always want to go to the rape card. Matt, I dial her back a little. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I like Matt it's too. Not going to make friends and influence people with like that I kind said, of rhetoric. Like I said, we're not buddies or anything, but I, I've had Matt in a couple of times, and he's a very decent guy. He just, you know, certain people have certain beliefs, I guess. But I'd be very careful using the word rape. That's just oh, yeah. it's never a good word to, to use. It's like, oh Jesus, it's it's just way too important and way too serious, don't you think? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, unless it's, yeah, it, it just devalues the people that are truly going through it. Um, yes. You know. That's how most people are going to take yeah. it. And I'm sure that that's not what Matt meant, but that's how people are going to take it. Well, <clears> and, you know. and taking everything out of context, like I said, if you wait five days, you'll actually get the entire piece of what he said, you know, instead of the yeah. two the sentences little, out yeah, of context. The, yeah, the soundbite stuff. So. I don't know. It's like this whole AOC thing and Elon Omar in Washington pretending that they're being, or they, I guess they were sort of kind of arrested without being arrested. They were, yeah. They were well, fined. they were escorted off the premises, basically. Yeah, they were in a place that they were told not to be. There was a protest. Mm -hmm. And they decided, of course, to do their grandstanding, you know, photo op right. stuff. Mm -hmm. right. And they put their hands behind their backs yes. like they were being handcuffed. Which they were not. And instantly, all over the world. Oh, they're all being handcuffed and taken away. But then you see them, like, waving to the crowd. So they were pretending that they were handcuffed. Yep. But the first, I mean, the media went crazy with the fact that they were arrested, detained, and handcuffed. And none of it had happened. Well, they shouldn't have been trying to uh, <clears throat> perform well, like an the... insurrection against the... <laughs> Precious democracy. Yeah, again, without using her name, a local news reporter said she was handcuffed. They're arguing she oh, yeah. wasn't. She was. Confirmed. She was. It was confirmed. Confirmed that they was, she was not if you handcuffed. Watch the I saw video, the video. Yeah, if you watch the video at all, they're both waving at the crowds. Exactly. Nobody's got time for logic. I've got time to scan my headlines on my social media, and if yeah. it says they were handcuffed, they were handcuffed. You're just part of the elitist media that's trying to spin this thing around, and you're a bleeding heart liberal. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Every time you disagree, that's the go-to. Well, it is. You're I either a Nazi or a bleeding heart liberal. Or a bigot or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. There's always something you're being called. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just like, these these women in Congress, this whole group of women, they are very good at getting attention. The squad? Yeah, they are. They're actually they're, not anymore, and it's killing them inside. They're not what anymore? No one cares about them anymore. That is true. Nobody uh, cares. I think they have a pretty AOC big fan base. AOC is the only base. one that anyone really gives a crap about anymore. 
And what was she bitching uh, about she, last week? I think week? she's running for president now. I think she what? just I think yeah, she just announced to her. Uh, AOC, <clears throat> isn't she? At least I saw it on social media, so it's got to be true. Yeah. They are among the top ten Democratic hopefuls. Who are uh, the entire AOC, squad? Who are they? Buttig- whatever. Oh, Buttigieg, Sanders. Yeah. Uh, again? Bernie Sanders? What is he, 110? I know, he's got to be 3,000 Well, Joe years just old. kept on running, and he finally got the presidency. Yeah, that's true. So Bernie Sanders is just 80. Just keeps doing it. Yeah, yeah. Never, there's no way That's he's going to get elected. too old to be president. He's such a grumpy cat. He is a very grumpy cat. I just yeah. can't look. I can't listen to him. You Everything can't is the wrong. Burn. Yeah. You can't Everything's the wrong. Burn. The whole world's on fire. We're all going to die every single moment of the day. It's like, who can listen to it? I just can't. I like the flow of the show. I like the fact that we just go straight through for an hour and a half. It's magnificent. Then Andy adds the, the, uh, the commercials later, which mm-hmm. is cool. All right, that's going to do it uh, for this Wednesday. So what do you got on the docket now, Dave? I'm off to uh, the New Jersey Paracon this weekend, and then I'm home Sunday again. What's a Paracon? It's a paranormal It's like convention. a parakeet. Oh, a con- oh, it's a yeah. paranormal convention. <laughs> it's like convention. a Star Trek convention. Yes, but it's a parakeet. That's so, what it is. Yeah, it's our big parakeet convention. And then uh, following weekend, I'm off to the Oregon Bigfoot Festival, where I'm a speaker. Jesus, pal. I know. Yeah. I'm gone every weekend between we now and November. Very you don't even big. have big feet. No, that's north I'm hunting where it's them. cooler. Yeah. <laughs> He's heading north where it's cooler. Yeah, there you go. And my show debuts August 21st on Travel Channel and uh, Discovery Plus called Ghosts of Devil's Perch. Ghosts of Devil's Perch. Yeah, we spent months in uh, Butte, Montana. The the mayor and the police chief called us in to look into these things that they couldn't take care of. And it's not putting them down. It's like, you know, cops go in to arrest guys and gals that are doing bad things. You can't put cuffs on on the ghost well, so they yes, asked you us can. in just ask aoc no that's true like, she had invisible <laughs> yeah, she seen video on it yeah, Her, so. yeah. yeah she was not the invisible one the handcuffs were but, uh, and i also have an event coming up at joliet state prison with chris fleming the medium and shane Pittman uh from oh, holzer files we're sure. going to be at uh, joliet state prison doing an investigation the first weekend in august tickets are at darknessevents.com if people are interested it's a great time we have one day or two day event tickets so come on out and see me have that some fun. is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Talk to you tomorrow with the family. The Tom Bernard Podcast.